What's up, everybody, and welcome to the first ever episode of That's Fair with Josh and Marcus. I am your host, the Bebop Man himself, Josh McMullen, and I am joined by my co-host, one Marcus Davis. What's up, buddy? What is happening, man? Oh, you know, the usual, the usual. So um, this is our uh, weekly news podcast that today is not weekly or or newsworthy, news. yeah. No. <laughs> sort of news. Uh, sort of news, sort yeah. In games, we'll you know, the greatest fucking movie of all time, uh, uh, according to the box office. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, that's what I'm, that's what I'm raining for. But just to get everybody into the sort of swing of things, I guess. Um, every week we're going to come together and we're going to talk about weekly entertainment topics. So movie news, music news, you name it, we'll talk about it. Bring um, it up. Today, of course, we're going to talk about the biggest movie in the fucking world, which is Avengers Endgame. And it's absolutely crazy. I I genuinely can't believe how much money this movie's making. Well, not now. I expected this in like week 3 maybe. Yeah. No, I'll say week two. Week two with the, these kind of numbers, but when you do 1.2 billion in the first weekend, yeah, I don't care what ticket sales. I mean, what ticket prices are there? That's absolutely asinine. However, you know my this pleasure for Avatar and Titanic, so yeah. I'm really happy that this is happening. Hopefully, hopefully they could uh, catch them because right now they are at 1.785 billion worldwide they are about a billion down from avatar and at this pace yeah what week five week six maybe maybe yeah maybe not even that long. summer's coming people like about to be out of school yep it's awesome so but yeah so we're talking about the biggest movie uh in the world right now and we're going to get into that i've got it basically broken down a little bit like this what we'll do to begin with is we'll we'll talk about the story, you know how it's plotted, how it's paced, you know everything about it, um, especially from like a writing and directing standpoint, and then we'll get really down into the nitty gritty with like the characters and how they fit into all of that. Then we'll go into some what we liked and what we didn't, and then we'll wrap up with some rapid fire moments, maybe like some of our favorite character moments, action scenes, stuff like that. So, I mean, I'm ready if you are, man. So tell me what you think about the plot. How, how you think it, how did you think it started for you? So, honestly, I think I think it's the most logical place to have taken what happened in Infinity War. I thought that probably what was going to happen is that they were going to jump immediately from not not necessarily like follow immediately after the events because it looks like basically what happened is it's a couple weeks later when the movie first starts. And then they go and do their shit, and then there's a time jump. Yeah. Which is big spoiler, but... Um, oh, yeah. Spoiler uh, yeah. alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> I mean, you, honestly, you, you shouldn't be listening to this if you haven't seen the movie. Uh, <laughs> honestly, if you want a good spoiler-free review, you can go check out the video I made. It's up on uh, YouTube right now. Um, completely spoiler-free. But, uh, yeah, so there's there's the time jump or whatever. I was thinking that the movie, before I saw anything, was going to take place further than that. Like, I, I thought the time jump was going to be immediate instead of, like, oh. 15 minutes in and then it time jumps. But overall, I think from where Infinity War left off, 
I think that what they did in terms of pacing the story out and how they intended to reverse the effects is probably the only way they could have handled it. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Considering how they started off with the whole stones and my thing was, well, just like what you said, I expected it to be, well, first, when I first saw the trailers, I expected a time jump because I thought it would have been too cliche for Ant-Man to get out immediately. Yeah, of course. If he had yeah. got immediately, like, oh, here we go again with this kind of storyline. But so I assume it's going to be later. Then there was a leak about um, the girl that was going to play his daughter, an uh, older version of his daughter. Oh, yeah, yeah. However, we did not see her there unless she was part of the um, in the Asgard. Um, maybe she's one of the girls there, maybe. But anyway, she was not Cassie. Um, Cassie's not aged like that. So, um, but when it happened immediately, I was, I was okay. What got me though, was how they killed Thanos immediately. I thought it was a good yes, shock. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I didn't, I didn't expect that. Yeah. I, I knew that he would be gone for most of the movie. I actually, when, when the trailers first started and they weren't showing him at all, I thought that maybe they would do something where like the whole plot of them trying to get everybody back is done within the first half of the movie. And then, you know, Thanos is dead and then they have to take on a new threat. Kind of like what they did with, um, Batman versus Superman, where like the whole movie is kind of like Lex Luthor. And then the, like the last half of the movie's like apocalypse or whatever. Yeah. I thought it would be something similar to that, I, but I didn't think they were brought in, in, in anyone else just because from what, I had read that that was one thing that they were pretty adamant about that it was only going to be one villain per yeah. se. Yeah. Um, but they did kind of trick us, not really trick us, but make us think. They said, well, it's sort of going to be one villain. And now that makes sense yeah. considering that it was two of him. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. But I like the time jump because that made you think, like, yeah, I am affected. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. This is a while that they're not coming back. Um, and then especially after the situation with them killing Thanos, I thought that was going to be something that they had to overcome. And they did. But like you said, considering what Infinity War consisted of, them finding the songs the way they did, um, mm-hmm. doing what they had to do, I'm pretty fine with that. Just because you mm-hmm. kind of, it had to be time travel. Yeah. Um, even if he had gone to the chrono chron- realm, it still had to do with time travel. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm good with that. I still think Infinity War was better. But... In general, for what they had, and and there was a lot of things that, and we'll get into this later, that they had done to make us feel better about the characters, mm-hmm. about us spending three thousand minutes watching these movies. Yeah, for um, real. So it's an insane amount of time. It's the same when you really think about it. That's from that. Um, I, I was happy, and I, and I felt that how they had transitioned from okay. I'm pissy at you with Iron Man talking to the team mm-hmm. to, you know, five years later. All right, look, I thought about it and had some time. And it wasn't like two weeks. You know, it wasn't yeah, like yeah. even like, you know, three months later. No, it's been five years. I had a kid. Um, and, and I liked how uh, McFeely and Marcus wrote that, how, how they brought, how he was back in Iron Man, kind of back in this one. Yeah. And he yeah. had to kind of change again to, mm-hmm. to be, you know, that, that kind of humble guy. Um, I like that. I've always liked Captain America here. Captain America was, was one of my favorite actual comic book. Comic book yeah, yeah, of I, course. I, I, I like, I respected him, but it was like a, whatever. But Chris Evans had put a really good spin to him. They wrote very well for him. I think what we did it for me. 
I always thought that Winter Soldier probably is the best MCU movie they have. I think as overall, that's probably well next to Infinity War because I think Infinity War is absolutely the best. Yeah. But as far as the story and just make how you felt, I think that. That is, but that's what made me feel that this is not your typical Captain America. They brought him back here, and then they had him come back to the point where, okay, look, this is not about you know the Sokovia Sokovia Accords. This is not about America. We lost half of everything. Yeah, and so um, they did that well with you getting them to understand each character's place and how they felt in this situation, and then. I think that one problem that a lot of movies have, and even even shows um, that want to focus on a, a nice little battle, um, they're never long enough. And I think that, yeah. you know, after you have like a five or six, seven minute battle, when you have, I uh, feel like a million you no know, people fighting, it shouldn't be that short. I think that it was what was it forty five minutes? Yeah, it was something like that. It was a, it was a long time. It was a time. nice, nice little battle, a long time. I, that made it feel real uh, yeah. or you know as real as it could be of course but yeah that's how i feel about the the, the plot and, and the pacing of it i thought that considering what they had had to deal with and just try to stay true to the stone to the arc in the comics is not really close but make you feel like it's still like a comic you yeah know? yeah that's fine and then some things that we'll talk about probably later too is about some things they had done within that whole timeline that may play out somewhere else yeah yeah so one, one of the things that i really enjoyed the most is but it feels like a comic book story Whereas, like, Infinity War was probably the closest one before this one. The other ones, I feel like, are movie stories. Whereas, I feel like Infinity War and and Endgame, when you put them together, they feel like a comic book story. Right, right. So, and, and I really enjoyed it. Like, it's like a full saga. I know, like, this is sort of off topic, but, like, you go back and you watch, like, X-Men 3, The Last Stand. They took the entire Dark Phoenix saga, which is at least seven or eight issues of a comic long. And they crammed it into an hour and a half movie. Whereas like this, they took something that was long and then they were like, here, let's do it justice. And they put it into two different movies. Right. And it it feels like a saga. And it also, to me, like, I really like how, and and this is something we'll get into when we like start talking about the characters, but I, I really like that. Infinity War was almost like it was almost nonstop. Something was always, always happening. I can agree. And in game, for me personally, I really like that it took the time to sit there with each character and show everything that they were going through because of what Infinity War did. Right. Like you didn't, you didn't get the time to breathe in Infinity War because it was just like go, 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 go. But this was like breathe. And I'm, I'm glad that they did not decide to make it Infinity War Part One and Two because then you would make it made it seem like it was one story that needed yeah. to be broken up. No, yeah. these are two different. Yeah, stories. completely different stories. And like you said, I love how you said it because I never really thought of it like that. But we have to take time that I just would just happen in this movie. Mm-hmm. And like you said, something always happened, whether it was action or just the plot just going, and then you have to jump to another one. Something kept you going here. You had to wait and you had to, like you said, digest what these characters felt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so what did you, um, after, after Ant-Man comes back, well, how did you feel about that? By the way, with the, <laughs> the little rat letting him out. Okay. 
Yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's hard to say, like, oh, well, no, I, what else would have happened? Um, somebody could have fell on it. You could, but yeah, yeah. I, I, okay. Reasonably speaking, there's yeah. not much that you could have done. And plus, it's five years. Yeah, exactly. And so, be honest with you, anything that happened, I'd probably have been saying, okay, it's been five years, though. So, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. Something needed to happen by now. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, I thought that was fine. I love people who speculate. The whole speculation thing for yeah. months, people thinking this is going to, that going to happen. When he got out, I always like, cause you, you see the trailer and you see he's there mm-hmm. at the Avengers building and you just, just think, so what happened? I knew it wasn't old fo- footage. I knew it was new footage. Yeah. But my thing was, where in the movie is this? Like what? How? Yeah, exactly. I was cool with it. I, and I, I like Ant-Man in general. I, I think yeah. Paul Rudd was a pretty good, uh, choice. I have three friends who can't stand him. Like, really? They no, they don't like, they didn't like the movie. This movie's okay, whatever. But, um. Yeah, I think the movies are fine. I, I love him though. Yeah. I, I love him as Ant-Man. But yeah, I thought that was I thought that was a good good how they did that. I don't know if it was it was a they were alluding to Mickey Mouse, you know, because then you know I guess we used a mouse, but still because the rat <laughs> seems really anyway. But um, but yeah, like I said, for five years I'm fine. Yeah, I'm yeah. Fine. So Ant Man gets out, and then then so the movie's kind of broken down into what like you'd say like the first third of it is like them dealing with the aftermath aftermath and then well them yeah them but the captain marvel coming them decided them realizing they can't yeah not the aftermath then the then, heist yeah then you get the time heist which is uh, maybe the most fun part of the movie yeah it I, is. I mean there are lots of really funny moments in there but also it, it feels almost like an oceans 13 type thing where they have like all or not necessarily Oceans Thirteen, but like stuff the oceans would yeah, die, die. Yeah, 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 exactly. Where they have each of the characters go off and do their own specific jobs, and I really liked. I really liked a lot of the pairings that they had. Like I, I liked Thor and Rocket. Ant Man was with Captain America and Iron Man, right? Yeah. And then you had Nebula and Rhodey. Yeah, and that was interesting. That yeah, was, that was. I really liked that pairing a yeah, lot. That was interesting. I um. I think that of course my I won't say my favorite, but the most recognizable would be the Ant Man. Iron Man and yeah. Captain America just because you remember those movies, you remember those situations. Mm-hmm. Um, I like how they alluded to things like Hail Hydra from the comics. Yeah. That, was that entire section where they had like they had numerous callbacks in that section, yeah. but that one was the one that I was like, holy shit, we're going to get a Winter Soldier <laughs> like second part. Yeah. And then he's like, no, I got this. Uh, I thought that was really cool. And it was also like a really nice uh, touch to like, uh, I haven't read it, but I know that they had a comic series not too long ago where Captain America was a Hydra agent, yeah. which was a nice little nod. Yeah, like a that. nod to that. So um, they also alluded to, you know, in every movie he says, you know, I uh, I could do this all day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. And then he's like, yeah, yeah. I, I get it. <laughs> yeah, that was great. I, um, I love their uh, that fight together, especially after Iron Man says to him, he's like, man, these pants really didn't do anything for your ass. And then after he gets done fighting, he's like, God, that is America's ass. <laughs> like, uh, what do you think about ice? Uh, I, I mean, I think I have some problems with with the rules of the time travel uh, because I don't necessarily like I I like the idea that they set up where it's like it's not necessarily that if you go back in the past and change something that it changes your future it just projects an alternate timeline I like the idea of that but I don't necessarily know that they followed their own rules a couple of times because 
It's especially when we get to the end of the movie. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why. But to me, that's not that big of a deal. Because time travel, especially unless you're going really, really scientific with it, never really holds up. Yeah. Back to the Future doesn't fucking hold up. Yeah. Like, it is a lot of things like when when you think about it, think about it, it doesn't make sense. At the time, it kind of makes sense. I, I don't really have a problem too much because I had I had a while to really think about this. Um, so you had a situation where Loki had the Tesseract. Yeah. And he vanishes. Mm-hmm. So now my thought is, so he either takes it back to Thanos or he takes it. Yeah. So at this point, I'm thinking that he's probably not going to take it because Thanos just has his onslaught. And that was no, this was during when a soldier, when they had to do it, when he got him and he had it. No, no, during, no, no, no. It was in the first adventure. Okay. The first adventure. So yeah. y'all, um, I don't think he would have taken it. I think, I think he probably ever taken it back to Thor, uh, Thanos, even though that would create a different timeline because now you have, cause think about it. Cause like she said, if you don't bring it back to where it was, it would change things. So they did. He never took it. So now that stone is somewhere else. It does make me think about the other stones, though. Well, actually, he brought them back. Yeah. He brought them back. So I don't know how this would have played out, but I do think this sets up an alternate timeline with Loki where things don't play out the same way. Yeah. For whatever reason. It may have the same result, but it doesn't play out the same way. So he may not get neck choked, you know, and and die. Other than that, I'm trying to think the the Nebula thing, that one... Was interesting. That's probably one thing that I just thought, like, I don't know if I really can go with that because she she had to remember, and for because yeah. he had, and maybe because she was a robot and she doesn't really have, I, I don't know, I can't explain that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was probably my only issue after you know, thinking about it. Uh, that, that it couldn't really be explained um, in my mind. But yeah, that that probably is the only thing that that really bugged me. I I got the whole. But I do like the team ups and oh no, Hawkeye and Scarlet Witch. That was the other one. I mean, yeah, not, that was and, um, the, yeah, that um, was the other not one. Not Scarlet Witch. Um, uh, Black Widow. Black Widow. Yeah, yeah, that was the other one. <clears throat> and if they had killed Hawkeye, I thought it would have been foul. That would have been the, the, that that would have been no sense for you even to bring him in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, to kill him in the middle, he would have had to see his family. Yeah. so you kind of knew she was going to die as soon as they had to do team ups. Um, uh, they're going to kill her. Um, this is this is what's going to happen. You're going to get Gamora. So um, that's basically how I felt about that. Like this was kind of obvious. Interested in that the Red Girl knew their parents' names or grandparents' names, whatever you knew, one their yeah. ancestry. But he didn't say anything about how the situation was. Yeah. Like, oh, you come to get the time zone. I mean, the soul zone. Again, from, for, you know, whatever. You would think that, I don't know. But, um, no. So, anyway. So, now we're getting to the last part. Yeah, the last act. Which is basically the huge battle. <laughs> This. And for its money, I think it's the best thing that the best battle that Marvel's ever done. I think it's better than the Battle of Wakanda uh, in Infinity War. And it, it's not as intimate as some of the set pieces from stuff like Civil War or Winter Soldier. But like for my money, I'd say it's the best thing in terms of battles. This is probably the best thing. Actually, this is not probably. This is the best battle sequence I've seen ever. And this includes Lord of the Rings, uh, The Return of the King. Oh, Jesus. Um, and that was epic. And that <laughs> yeah, was the yeah. best. I think what makes this better is the fact that 
with the Return of the Kings, you had it, it was a book. People kill me about that. Like it's a book. Oh, don't tell me. Oh, I can't believe it's three hours. But it's a book. <laughs> you knew what was happening. Yeah, and he almost went word for you know, verbatim for, from it. This was a, an independent thought from something that was pretty good. You know, it had its flaws, but it was pretty good. And you made something with this for eleven years. You knew Black Panther two was coming out. Spider Man Far From Home. Yep. Doctor Strange 2 was announced second. Guardians of the Galaxy 3 was definitely going to be made. Yep. So you knew everybody was coming back. Yeah. It was just how. And this, the only issue I would say about it is that I felt that his bosses were worthless again. Were more worthless this time than last time. And maybe because the time, because um, think about it, it would have been four years before. Would it have been four or six years before? Yeah, 2014 Thanos. Yeah, yeah. So it would have been, no, it would have been more than four. It would have been, yeah, yeah, because it was five years up. So it would have been four years before him, so before they actually, I guess, really went after the stone. So I don't mm-hmm. know if they built their, their strength up, you know, during that time. But I felt like they really didn't do much, much. I think Proximate Midnight did a little bit more than the other than two, the other two yeah. other three or whatever. Yeah. Two or three. Yeah. yeah, Ebony yeah Maul, Clovis Clavin, but no, it's not black Dwarf here. It's uh, obsidian. But, but anyway, yeah, yeah. they, um, I think she, feel, I feel like she did more, but even still, they, they just were kind of worthless. They yeah. were kind of worthless. Yeah. So that's my only issue about it. But as far as, how they fought Thanos, how, as far as how they used Captain Marvel, which I thought was good that they brought her in a couple times. And I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that no one expected her movie and even Black Panther. I, I think that if they had known Black Panther would have done $700 million, he probably would not have been killed off. Um, and well, um, snapped away. Yeah. I think that, that they would probably really had capitalized off of, um, cause think about it. Black Panther just came out. Yeah, it came out what like March in, in and then or so. um and then Infinity War came out in May. Was, they were a couple of months apart. Yeah. So I want to say that I think if they had felt that I know they did some reshoots, but that would have been a hell of a reshoot to put him in to be in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm glad they still didn't. But I think that if they had realized that they've been as profitable, even with her, she made four hundred million dollars in a billion worldwide. Yeah. Um, no one really really expected expected that. Um, not saying that they didn't think it could happen. Didn't expect it, but I think that the way that they were used was good because you have been invested really with the Avengers, and this is a really <clears throat> Avengers movie. Yeah, yeah, that's so. that's one of the things that I really like about the story a lot is that it it really does focus on them as opposed to take like I'm mixed on Captain Marvel. I didn't like that movie as much as you did. Okay. Um, I there were there were a lot of problems I had with it, especially with her as a character. Like I I like that movie because of Nick Fury. I don't like that movie because of her. If if that mm-hmm. makes sense, it makes sense. Um, because it's not really her origin story; it's more like the Avengers' origin story. Especially when you get to the end of that movie, and it's like he's sitting down and he's typing up the Avengers Initiative, and he I forget why he he changes something about it because he had it like written up or whatever, and what, then he had, he had written he wrote it down, and then he looked over at her like he I I think he felt like he didn't it didn't go together yeah, and he just happened to just look over at her picture and he saw the name and he's like you know what that sounds better yeah yeah, yeah that's what it was um, and then plus I think it just had to do with. How? Because think about it. She was the first one he had ever seen. Yep. Yeah. Um, and so what? And what she could have done was something he probably he never had seen. You know, like oh, 
you from out of space, but from here, but you can do that. Yeah, I don't yeah, even yeah. think you can even do that. You know, so, <laughs> um, I don't. Uh, side note: I don't. The problem, the only problem I have with Captain Marvel is that I feel like if they don't use the scrolls later, they squeezed them out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they squeezed out that whole situation because they can really have done that well with us still knowing what they can do. They can still have done that well. Let me rephrase it. They still could have used them more efficiently. Um, oh, yeah. Agreed. But I liked Ben Mendelsohn. I, I, liked, I loved him in that movie. I mean, I think. I, I mean, he's great in everything yeah. he's in, but. Yeah, everything he's in. But I, I feel, but that's my only issue. I feel that I'm okay with them having Cree bad, whatever, Cree suck. I just wish they would have done it a little bit different. They could still have been bad, or, or but now I don't think they're going to be used again. Yeah, me either. Um, but that's my only issue. I don't, but the whole beginning origin of how things should be, look, I liked how it, how it happened just because it wasn't your typical story. You know, she wasn't Captain America where she was puny. No, she was like, fuck you. I am about to be. Yeah, she was a badass yeah, the entire time. Like, you know, you're going to keep me down, but I'm fucking about to get back up. And I think that was, I think it's resilient. A lot of people try to make it a, a feminist kind of movement thing. I thought it was more resilient for like the American spirit in general. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, shit goes bad sometimes, but you know, we're better than this and we know we're better than this and we got to do it no matter what obstacles somebody puts in front of us we have something in us that's better than that i think that a lot of it had to do i think that's the way they try to make it just because and i also think she's a lesbian but that's either him or there but i think a lot of it has to do with that whole yeah. like independent like i'm doing it on my own and i'm not saying that that's all lesbians things like that but i'm just saying that that that's probably why i didn't say anything either because she's every man she's happy to be a woman you know, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm cool. I'm glad they brought a woman in. I, I, my thing would have been who else could have had done with who they had. Yeah, no, that's fair because I don't like personally until this movie. I never gave a single shit about Black Widow. Not a single one. Not at all. Um, Gamora and Nebula. I, Not at like, all. I, Not at yeah, all. I mean, Guns like of the they're, they're great in those movies, but like I, they wouldn't be something as as potent as I, I can do without Captain Nebula. Uh, no, Gamora because she's so bad. Even Black Widow, but I think because I didn't really care about her. I never even heard about Black Widow until recently until the movies came out. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like uh-huh. I knew about Iron Man. I knew about Thor. Um, Hawkeye. Even Hawkeye, I knew about I didn't care. Cause you like, yeah, yeah, you, exactly. You're Archer. Who cares? You know, <laughs> you're not powerful like that. But the movies made me feel a lot different. I can still care less about her next movie. I think it's going to be good, though. Yeah. I think they're going to do it well. But I, I agree. But I'm not like hype. Yeah. Uh, but Not the way I was for this, for yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely not. Or even how I was hype about the first Spider-Man. Like, I'm hype about this Spider-Man, but, be, but it's so close to Endgame. Like, I'm still trying to recover from this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But, but no, I don't... I can understand why people didn't like Captain Marvel. Just because there are some things that are just... I mean, for me, honestly, my big, my biggest problem with it was I, I completely understand what you're saying, but I feel like even still with the whole, like, I'm going to do everything on my own, I feel like that she was almost flawless 
And, like, I really like stories where, like, the characters are flawed. One of the reasons that Infinity War is so fucking great is because Thanos, for all intents and purposes, is the protagonist. And his biggest flaw is his own ego. He's like, I see a problem. I'm the one who has to fix it. And he, like, that's his flaw. And because he is, he has such a huge ego about like, I'm the one who has to fix it. He is the only one who sees his plan as being right. So, like, for instance, like, I've seen a lot of people who are like, well, if he had all the Infinity Stones, why doesn't he just create, like, ultimate resources or whatever? It's because of his ego. He's like, I am correct. I'm going to do this. And I felt Good like point. Captain Marvel was like, she didn't have any flaws. And she didn't have anything to learn in her movie. And at the end, there's like this whole thing with her and, what's his name, Jude Law? Oh, yeah. Is that, was, um, I don't remember his yeah. name. Uh, uh, Law. Rog- something. The whatever, yeah. yeah. She has that scene where he's like, no, we, you can fight me and, and you'll prove yourself to me. And she doesn't really have anything to prove, like, ever. But that moment would have been better if she thought personally, she's like, I do have something to prove. And then she beat his ass. Instead, she didn't have anything to prove and she just beat his ass. Yon so rock, yon rock. Well, I, I, I think that she, I think one thing about the stories is that they give the directors and the writers of the, those movies that the directors have that were the way to create what they want based on what the whole story is. Yeah. And I think that if you watch all the movies, especially if you watch Endgame, you see that she's not flawless because she got her ass knocked out. Yeah. Yeah. And you didn't see her again. <laughs> to yeah. the funeral. Um, and I think a lot of that, I think that has to go with the whole arc of how it is like, how you said that was was really awesome. This is like a saga. Like these two movies were like this, uh, the, like real comic books, and everything else was like a, like a basically more more or less an issue of these lives in a way. Yeah. Um. But I think in whole in whole, it is a all of like even on the comic movies, it sounds stupid. This is like a comic book where it started with. Like, if you were to take the Affinity Gauntlet comic, mm-hmm. and I guess it was eight eight uh, comics. Something like that, yeah. If you were to take this and do it like that, where, okay, we're going to start with Iron Man. And then, because he's going to be the one who kind of get this one, get this initiative kind of going with the ones that Nick Fury could find on Earth. Now we're going, now here's a story. Yeah. And here's the, here's the thing. And so with Captain Marvel, like... Nobody knew about it. So then all of a sudden, when you're reading the comics, you find out about Because think about it. If you're reading comics and you look at this as like, okay, I've never seen this before, so I'm going to watch it. You have no clue about a Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah, that's and fair. Until um, Civil War, you have no clue about a Black Panther. Yeah. You know, uh, so there's some things that, at least with Black Panther, you're hinted at. Mm, yeah. So you hinted at him. So when his movie comes out next, you're like, oh, okay. So this is this guy that was there. He's pretty awesome. Well, well, but Captain Marvel, who there was none of that. All, next thing you know, here, part of this comic here. So here's this chick that you got knocked out, and now she has these powers, and this, you find out she's being lied to, and blah blah blah, and. She is like going to be the savior because in the next episode, this is I mean the next um um. Uh, comic this is when they're about to fight and get Thanos yeah you know 
nobody's thinking about the snap. Yeah, you know? yeah. So then the snap happens. And well, actually, technically, the snap happens. Then you find out about her. And then you're like, oh, she's going to come. So I think that I think that she has that, that stigma about her because... You want to go into this, especially thinking like, oh, this could be helped. Especially if you have no clue about any of the comics. Like, they're not like us where we have at least some kind of inkling about it. Yeah. Some people just had gone in and said, oh, I heard about this. Oh, this is pretty cool. Oh, they got movies. Oh, let me just follow it. I'll follow it, you know, sparsely as far as the the source material. But as far as what I see in the movies, this is the only thing I really, really know. Yeah. So... But I, but regardless of, of the fact, I still think that her next movies you're gonna see because you like I said you already seen Suffolk can beat her. Yeah, I mean he hit her one time and it was <laughs> it was it. I think a lot of it's gonna have to go with that whole because she, she had trust issues. Yeah, um, a lot of that and only issue I really have with the movie as far as that goes is that. <laughs> I'm not really. I guess I'm not an issue because if everybody's telling me, you're like, yeah, I've been your friend. Like, yes, I got a kid. You think we're just trying to trick you kind of thing? Yeah. I, I could kind of get in with that. But I think that for, for in, in general, I think that you're going to see her get her weaknesses later. Okay. I think yeah. that I think that people like wanted something to think that, oh, we got our hero. This is yeah. how we're going to do it. Yeah. Find out it's not. Yeah, that's fair. Man, that was a long you know, Offshoot. Uh, what were we talking well, about? Well, anyway, so so back to the uh, we were talking about that. the battle, right? Yeah. yeah, with her. So yeah. So what do what do you think? Uh, I think uh, I feel like she was well, more more in the battle because now we're to the point where now now they're fighting Thanos. Yeah, yeah. So with the with the battle specifically, I feel like it's broken down into pretty much like three big chunks, and there's there's the first part where. Um, you have Thanos waiting for the gauntlet because he has Nebula to go and get it for him. And then it's broken down after that into the, the big overarching battle. And then the final like little piece of it is the little rugby or football kind of like getting the gauntlet to the, to the finish line or whatever. And I think my, it's so hard to talk about this because there's so many things that are there, but I the, the first part with you have Captain America and Iron Man and Thor was, was it Thor? Thor? Yeah, yeah, I think it was Thor taking on Thanos. That might be my favorite part because the the battle the like the one on one battle with Captain America and Thanos is incredible. Yeah, like I mean top tier. Mjolnir. Oh man, I I laughed out loud when. Thor said, "Yeah, he was like, I knew it." Yeah, I, like, I, I, it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I laughed so hard when that happened. But that, like, I loved every single part of that. Like, he was bouncing Mjolnir off his shield, causing like sound waves and like all. Like, <coughs> that was just a really well done battle. And then when it gets to that middle part, and then you see Captain Marvel, and then you see all the people from Wakanda, and you see Spider Man, and uh, like the Guardians. After snap. Yeah, yeah. When when that stuff starts happening, I feel like it loses it a little bit for me, um, just because it has to give each of the characters a little bit of time, whereas the first part was very, very focused. And then that last little bit is also, like, I feel like ultra-focused because it has a set goal. Get this to the van so we can get rid of the stones or whatever. 
But the the middle part is just kind of is almost like the Battle of Wakanda for me from Infinity War. It's really just like a whole bunch of shit on screen and big battles, and then you know. <laughs> and, and I feel like most battles are like that. Even, yeah. Even even Game of Thrones last. Oh Jesus! Spoiler alert. Um. Even with that, I felt like. I, I really with with that specifically. I really like the the beginning and the end again. Like the beginning where like especially that shit where you see the Dothraki riding off and like and you're like oh yeah they're gonna fuck them up and then all of their lives go out like they're like oh, oh. <laughs> so uh, but I I agree I, I kind of. I understand where you're coming from as far as because I, I agree with you. I felt like it was just like a a, a just uh, everything. But I felt like them bringing them back and doing what they did was more of a salute to us. Oh yeah, for um, sure. And and I, I felt like they had just enough time uh, to me. I felt like they had just enough time for you to say, "Yeah, there's Valkyrie. Hey, yeah, there's yeah. Black Panther. Hey, yeah, there's." Um, who else died? Rody. Uh, yeah. Um, not Rody. Um, uh, uh, Falcon. Falcon, yeah, um, yeah. When a soldier comes back, you know. Yeah, I love when he was like, I'm on your left, Cap. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Uh, but I, I like the fact that they gave him enough time. I, I was I was fine with that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, I, I, I again, I, my only problem is there's just so much of it. Yeah, it's I, a lot. Yeah. Like I said, I feel like a million people were just fighting. Yeah, and yeah. I thought, that's, why I, well, that's why I thought it was awesome because – Anything can happen. Could be so many, yeah, so yeah, many things. Yeah, but I'd be, I'd be okay not seeing this ever again. Not seeing that type of <laughs> okay. battle. Again. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Feel. Um, like I could watch this movie again. I think oh, it was awesome. Yeah. Um, because you know what's going to happen, and that just leads up to, to, to everything leads up to that. Yeah. But like, I'm okay with not just like sex scenes in the movies. I'm not a big sex scene guy. Yeah, me either. Uh, yeah. Like, unless it needs, unless you're going to get killed. You know, or something like that. Like, oh, yeah, you don't have sex with kill. Oh, pity. I, I really don't need to see it. I yeah. kind of get the point that yeah. you guys love each other or want to knock each other out. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. So, but. but I, I feel you. You get to the the final part of the of the last battle, and it's that football rugby sequence or whatever. Right. Which I, I really enjoyed, um, mainly because it f- featured Spider-Man pretty heavily. And I love <laughs> Spider-Man. He might be my favorite hero, which for a long time was Superman. I really fucking love, like Spider-Man. And a, a lot of that has to do with, like, I really loved Homecoming. I really fucking loved Into the Spider-Verse. And um, I played the PS4 game last year. And that, that game's great, man. Like, the, I don't know, the recent iterations of the character, I, I love Spider-Man. Yeah, I'm so happy Marvel got him. Well, actually, I'm glad they allowed them to incorporate him into the Spider-Verse. was awesome. Yeah, it that movie's awesome. fucking great. But, yeah, the the last little sequence I, I enjoy a lot, especially especially when you get to the end where you have Thanos realizing this is what they're trying to do. And it comes down to a fight between basically him and Tony. Yeah. And that, that whole thing is, which, which we knew was probably going to be the case. Yeah. I mean, it should have been. Yeah. If it was, if it wasn't him, it was going to be Cap. There was no other way around it because from my point of view, those two are the lead characters of the MCU Most definitely. up to this point. Most like, definitely. It has to be those two. You yeah. couldn't make a case for anybody Most else. Most definitely. And that sequence, I I really find it hard to like talk about because it's such a it's such a heavy moment. Yeah, and it's maybe the best written thing in the entire MCU. I love the fact that Thanos thinks that he's won, and he's like, and then nothing happens. I, I think when he snapped, I just thought, 
what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, well, one thing that they, I feel like they had in common again with the Game of Thrones, just to pull it back, is this last Game of Thrones episode, there were parts that, like, there were definitely moments where I was like, okay, things are looking halfway decent for the heroes. Maybe they fucked up a little bit. Maybe maybe some bad stuff has happened. But, okay, they still have a fighting chance. And then you get, like, to, like, the last... I don't know, within within the last ten, ten minutes, minutes of the episode, and you're like, dude, what the fuck? Are they going to lose? <laughs> Where do you go from here? Yeah, <laughs> Straight down to restaurants. <laughs> exactly. And then, and, and so I felt like the same way. I was like, there were definitely moments, and then Thanos gets his hands on the gauntlet, and he's putting it on. I was like, fuck, dude, are we going to have to go through this again? Like, what the fuck? And then he snaps, <laughs> and nothing happens, and I was like, shit. Yeah, they got it. And that the I love the callback to the end of the first Iron Man where you know Thanos is like I am inevitable snaps nothing happens and then Iron Man's like I am Iron Man and snaps uh, just so good man I, I'm happy they gave Hulk the chance to snap yes yeah um, yeah that kind of that to me kind of redeemed what happened. Mm-hmm. Before you change his character, I don't think this character is going to be as aggressive enough to beat Thanos. Yeah, yeah. But you have enough power to have that gamma ray technology technology go through you to make the snap. All right. And then when it really mattered, mm-hmm. it really was good. They brought Tony. His death. I think the I wasn't like I was very. I wasn't crying. But oh, I was. <laughs> but but I was very emotional but i wasn't as emotional as i was when i found out well when i thought he had died in infinity war because think about it that kind of came out of nowhere yeah i was like what like the whole theater is just like big ass i I wish i could have recorded it this time i think i knew it was gonna happen and i think it was more of an emotion of this is really the end like this is it Mm -hmm. and we're starting anew you know yeah um, yeah and that's what got me because I remember when Iron Man came out, I had gone to the movies to see it. I couldn't wait. Robert Downey Jr. has been one of my favorite yeah. actors for a long time. And I like that whole Playboy, like, that. I like that kind of. Yeah. So when I saw Iron Man, I was very impressed. I was mm. very impressed. Oh, yeah. It was I super said, good. He's Iron Man. Like, he is the, uh, the only person I can say that is definitely the character that like looks like what was written for, I mean, draw, um, drawn with Ben Dr. Strange and Ben Cumberbatch. But other oh, yeah, than that, yeah. this was Iron Man. Like, he was Iron Man. And like you said, him and Captain America are definitely the leads here. Mm-hmm. And to see him like to, when he died, he was just like a gut punch. Like, mm-hmm. Oh Yeah. Like, you're not going to go for it. <laughs> yeah. You're not going for it. But it had to happen like that. I mean, somebody has to die. Yeah, I think so. And I think that Captain America technically kind of did die already. I mean, you know? yeah, yeah. So, you know, you know, having to thaw out 70 years later, you're like being born again. Like, it mm-hmm. is. So, it would have been fitting for, for it to be Tony. Very interesting how they did the circles to get everybody in. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I like how they did it. Yeah, um, that everything in that I, I, that last like, battle is, I, I think, like I said, it's the most epic. Yeah. It's the most epic thing I've ever seen. Um, but like like you said, with these epic battles, it's just like ah, yeah. <laughs> so after the battle, we have the funeral for Tony, which was 
really heartbreaking. The I I really liked that they brought in everyone that he had like touched. Uh, including the kid from Iron yep. Man three, and like I was, I was like, they they won't bring him back, but he was back. That like, I mean, everybody, everybody was back, and uh, that even um, William Hurt's character. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, General uh, uh, Ross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, he it, it's he's very. I'm telling you, it, it, he started this, and if this did not you know take off. We probably would not have seen this into this magnitude. Yeah, um, agreed. Because we've seen many movie franchises that started off and never finished. Yeah. Um, even ones Plenty. that we thought were going to be good, like um, what's the other storybook with the Chronicles of Narnia? Oh yeah, they got two movies and that was it. I was like, oh okay. Yeah. Um, or the, the the Golden Compass was yeah, like that. They got one, one movie. Pl- so plenty of examples yeah. and. They took a real risk. I, honestly, going back to what you were saying about like the perfect casting, like I don't know who it was who cast all these roles for the heroes, but she did a fucking perfect job. She did. Like I, I can't picture anybody else being really anybody, even characters that I didn't even care about, like Black Widow. You brought Scarlett Johansson in. All right. All right, I'm cool with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm cool exactly. With that. You bring um, Zoe Zendala in for Gamora. All right, okay, cool. And even the chick that plays uh, uh, Nebula, you know, she was on um, uh, she was Jumanji. Oculus. Oh, and so, Oculus. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking of Oculus first, but yeah, she was in Jumanji yeah. too. But yeah, Oculus. Yeah, you know, all right, yeah. I'm cool. Um, but but in seriousness, as far as you know, even with Sebastian Bach, Sebastian. Oh yeah, like, um, Sebastian Sands. Sands. Yeah. Um, man. You are the Winter Soldier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like they, they nailed the casting. In yeah, this. very and, good. And even even Thor. We can even go with Chris oh, Hemsworth. Oh yeah, Hemsworth is the, great. Everyone refers to him Thor. Yeah. Um, what do you think? So anyway, but yeah, I, I think the casting was great. Uh, we got off topic a little bit there. I don't oh, the funeral. We're, yeah, we we're talking about the funeral. Um, yeah, I, I got I re, I got really choked up with the um, Happy Hogan hamburger and hamburgers. Yeah, I thought that was really great. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm glad that because you know it was one point in the movie where uh, Tony was contemplated if he should go back. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know and he saw Spider Man and made him think, man, I have a child now, and and so and I'm I'm glad because that made more sense to him just thinking of time travel. It was like, how yeah. can I make this right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, without. Any problems, and then you have Cap. Yeah, and then yeah, that's the that's the final little ending uh, is Cap going back in time to to set the stones back so he can like reset the universe, so to speak, and then he just stays. And I th- that's the other point that I was going to make about I don't know that it necessarily follows its own rules with time travel, but uh, e- even with that said, I don't think anything else should have happened. I think that. His ending with him living a life out with Peggy is the perfect bookend for his character. Because the the one of my favorite scenes in the entire MCU is that scene at the very end of the first Avenger where he gets out and he realizes that he's been frozen or whatever. And he goes out to New York Square or Times Square and uh, Nick Fury's there with him or whatever. And he's like looking around and then he says, you know, I had a date. And, he, you know, he was, he's obviously talking about Pe- Peggy and and all that stuff and um I just love I, I love, love that I, I, ending. I, yeah I really like that part too I, I really like that part I, I don't know that it could have ended any other way for his character uh because he he gets like I don't think that there's any really happy ending in this movie other than that 
which is really great to me. I like, I mean, I guess there is sort of like the happy ending, like, you know, Ant-Man's back with, uh, Evangeline Uh, Lilly, whatever the hell her character's name is and his daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Hope. There we go. And then you've got, you know, Thor is giving the new Asgard to Valkyrie and then he's going off to do his thing with the guardians. Like that's going to be awesome. There are all these like, like semi happy endings, but like, the one that actually matters is Cap, and like I, I, I especially love that scene where it just kind of pans in through the window, mm-hmm. and it shows them like slow dancing to that song. I don't know. It, it's I think the perfect way to end that movie. Honestly, yeah. of, of all the things, I, I felt like they ended that great. Yeah. Um, and and of all the characters, especially with how he is, I felt that he should have been pretty happy because mm-hmm. yeah. everything he did, he did selflessly and yeah. his whole hundred something years that he will act technically, I guess it would have only been like 20 something or whatever, but in general, having to miss all of that mm-hmm. and then still come back and say, you know what? All right, what can I do to help? I think that was the best thing to happen as far as the time travel part. I think what I'm trying to think if he, did he go when he died and just act like he didn't die? You know, once that situation happened where they thought that, you know, when the rest girl just left and then he left, left trying to look for it. Yeah. Maybe he could have just survived per se. He like knew at the time and he was going to go into the ocean yeah. um, and then done it from there because think about it. Nobody would ever be looking for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not at all. And even if he, and he probably even knew where he was, but he was found to make sure that if they did find him something. There are some questions there. Don't get me wrong. There are yeah, some questions. Yeah. But, I still think that he kind of worked it out where I think he worked it out, but I still think he made another timeline. Yeah. He made another timeline that he disappeared in. Yeah. Basically. Mm-hmm. And that could be a problem. But if you're hundred something years old, maybe you just thought, no, they're going to look for you. Cause you are Steve Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. So anyway, um, yeah, that could be an issue. It could be an issue. Yeah. But in general still, because of how they did it. Yeah, exactly. I could let it go. Yeah, exactly. There, there's a lot of stuff in this movie that like I could nitpick nitpick yeah but it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things yeah so because in, in general when you think about it they're comics the comics are stupid when you think about it. <laughs> yeah, some yeah. comics are just makes no sense yeah but you follow the character and in the arc and at that point like, i've got this far i might as well just continue yeah exactly um all right so well that i mean that pretty much wraps up the um the story portion of this so if you want we can we can go into characters now. Yeah, we can go into, uh, I mean, we start off with Hawkeye. I feel like very good at the beginning, so you can see how he felt. Yeah, uh, he he and Black Widow are the, are the two that I wanted to start out with, specifically because they are the two that I feel like, um, outside of Iron Man and, well, I mean, all uh, of the characters change. Of the change, main Avengers, yeah. But yeah, of, of the main Avengers, those are the ones that I feel like you definitely see a dramatic shift in who they are as characters after the events of Infinity War. Infinity yeah. War. I mean, Hawkeye is obviously the biggest one because, uh, as you see in the in the trailers and everything, he becomes the uh, the kind of like Ronin character, right. where he's going around just fucking people up. And um, I really like that he, like you said earlier, I really like that Hawkeye redeems himself almost because you. you you knew that he probably wasn't going to die. He shouldn't have died. He, he shouldn't have yeah. died. Yeah, uh, but because of the whole you know family situation. But he really, to me, gets a nice redemption arc because at the beginning 
he isn't really an Avenger anymore. I mean, honestly, he's living on his, his well, farm with he, like, he has an ankle brace on. He has a hemp because this is during the same time that happened. Because don't forget, Ant Man two happened right before. Right before, snap, yeah. And his happened, so they were both on um, house arrest. They were supposed to get off. That's right. Okay, yeah, so, you're right. You're and right. maybe because he lived so far, they had to take more time to get to him. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was he sat an ankle brace long. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I completely forgot about that because uh, Civil War, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I completely forgot about that. But uh, so yeah, I mean, at the beginning, he's not an Avenger. Yeah, he's and then, not doing anything. Yeah, and then he becomes almost a villainous character, and then works his way back to being like a good man, so to speak. And I, I really like his redemption arc from from being a, a, a semi bad guy to like a, I mean, I hate to use these terms, but like good guy. And he and Black Widow together are almost, they almost have parallel arcs, but like they're different. Like, like parallel opposite arcs. Yeah, exactly. Like I have a family and this is what I want to go back to where I had a family and I kind of don't want to go back to this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then she's, she's like, (laughs) I have this family and I'm kind of in charge of it, but like, it's my duty to, you know, whatever. Right. And now I now I have this family, but I don't want to have anything to do with it. Yeah. And so, but they still are together because of their bond. Yeah. Um, I would look at them. I, I guess I guess you could look at them as a villainous character. I mean, anti-hero. Was yeah, not, yeah. It's more anti-hero than, I, than I, villain. For me, I didn't care what happened, what he did. And I think because you knew he would be running. And yeah, I think, yeah. and I guess that goes back with the, just like being into this. You kind of want, I kind of wanted to be running longer, honestly. Um, but for what happened through it, through the movie, especially at the end where, you know, he was the one that he was the one who initially saw them come mm-hmm. and held them off a little bit. He was the one who had the, the, uh, gauntlet for a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think that them just not f- f- him remembering that they were a team and that was his family. Yeah. When his family wasn't there. Yeah, exactly. And, um, yeah. yeah. So with Black Riddle, I feel that she, I feel like she became like the mom of the family, of, of the team. Mm-hmm. But I still think that her issue was more about not finding Clint. Yeah. Because she had a, b- a bigger bond with him. And then plus of all the other Avengers, he was the only one, like the, the first ones that they, that wasn't there. Yeah. You yeah. know, so, um, that, that really did hit her kind of hard. Um, I like how they utilized her more because she was in the beginning a lot. Like, a lot. Yeah. yeah. You know, she, you see, she coordinated most of the, the things that were going on. I, yeah, I think they, that they added her enough. Because at this point, you can't just make a story arc out of somebody. Well, make most of the story about somebody that you not really neglected, but you brought on as a side character in Iron Man 2 or whatever. Um, Hawkeye, you made him a bad guy initially when you first put him into the Avengers. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he was, he's bad for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cause he was, he was what, um, in the four, right? Where he was like the Avengers. Cause remember Loki had hit him with the scepter and then. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And at that point you didn't really realize that he was part of the team. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So it's funny because when I first saw it, I said, this is Jeremy Renner. He got a supporting role. Like (laughs) you just got nominated for Oscar. Um, yeah. What? That was two years beforehand or three? The year before. Yeah. It was something like that Um, for uh, Hurt Locker. Hurt Locker. yeah. Yeah. But for me, 
you know, they were characters that, you know, you wanted to represent the original story, even though I don't know if they, they both were part of the original Avengers in the comics, right? Yeah. Yeah. With the exception of Ant-Man and Hope. I mean, I hope um, his wife. I think she was the original one. Yeah, I think so. Um, I but, think you're right. But f- for me, I'm, I'm glad they did what they did for him. They're going to confuse a lot of people and have people wondering until this movie comes out or more information comes out about it. But the Black Widow movie, the solo movie that's coming out, we know it's going to be set in the past. Are you going to use Scarlett Johansson? You know, you're using yeah. a younger version of someone, you know, yeah. you could de-age people. But at this point, I wonder if people are still going to be interested. Like I said before, I think it's going to be a good movie. They're not going to put anything garbage yeah, out. Yeah. But will people be interested? Because with Captain Marvel, especially if you are a comic book fan, you know that she had a new run that came out. Yeah, And yeah. you saw what she could do. Mm-hmm. Nothing special about Black Widow. Yeah. Um, no. At least not in that I can think right. of. Right. Hawkeye. It was really nothing special. You know, you were pulling for him not to die. So yeah. you can get back to his family. Yeah. Um, that, the entire sequence with the two of them on, is it Vormir? Vormir. Yeah. That I really, really loved their little like back and forth because it, it really did build tension. Like I, I really thought several times I was like, okay, this is it. Yeah. And then it was like, no, there's one more step to this. <laughs> I really, I really enjoyed that. And then I really also like, I mean, you kind of got this with Infinity War, but I really, really like that they showed her sacrifice. You know what I mean? Like, um, with, with Gamora, you don't really see her. Like, you see her fall, and then it kind of whatever. Goes to the but, bottom, yeah. But with Black Widow, it's like you see the after effects and stuff. And, like, when you see, like, Clint or Hawkeye or whatever you want to call him, when he's, like, laying in the pool and then he gets up and he realizes what happened. Like, I really, really like that scene a lot. And... Again, those are two characters I didn't give like two fucks about back in Avengers One, but like they made me care in yeah. this movie. And, and and to be honest with you, they I, I cared in the other movies. I just I felt like they they did them disservice by not giving them movies by now. Yeah, um, uh, agreed. You could put them together. Yeah. No, they don't have any powers. You put them together, they could be something you no know, formidable. Yep. But um, but I'm glad they were there because you needed somebody else mm-hmm. especially when you already have thor iron man uh credible hulk uh captain america so you have those four you already have them established well let's have some normal people and i, yeah. I, and I think that's mm-hmm. what it was coming through it's like you have nick fury but he's not really doing that let's have some normal people who but who's awesome and i and i, and I was cool with them throwing them in so you know that we're still out here you know, we, we, the normal people could do stuff too yeah yeah um but yeah this one it made you like I was on the edge of my seat thinking, what's going to happen? And more I was thinking, like, please don't kill him. That's so <laughs> pointless. But it still made me think, like, it could happen. Mm-hmm. Like like you said, it was, oh, now it's another step. Um, yeah, it, it made me care. And, and I think it made me care because, once again, it goes back to this is the end. Until you realize what yeah. else you're going to you know, go into with the Disney Plus or so. This is the end. So if she does die, we know what happened to Gamora. Like, Gamora's dead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, she's mm-hmm. gone. Regardless if she's in the Soul Stone or wherever she may be, she's gone. And I'm glad they didn't bring that up in this either. Yeah. that made you think, like, oh, it could be done. They don't care about that. But I like that she, she that A, she sacrifices, well, she died. Um, A, like, B, like, the, they, you see her dying. So you can know that this is it. Yeah. No games. Yeah. Um, and now you have him really in the redemption process because now he is, she died for me. Basically. Yeah, exactly. She yeah. basically died for me. So I could basically 
be with my kids when after this is all done. <clears throat> yep. So. So I guess oh, now going back to actually, we got to go back to one thing. One thing that got me about Iron Man um, at the, the the battle scene when he looked at Doctor Strange and then he said, "Oh, that and, the, he, and he pulls said, out the one." You, you're telling me, man, is it? Is it, it? I can't tell you because if yeah, I do, what yeah. happened? That's my favorite character of all Marvel. Is Doctor Strange. Strange? Really? Yeah, he's always Damn. my favorite character. Now, Black Panther came in because you know I'm black and I have to do that. You know, <laughs> like vote like for Obama. Those things we have to do as being black people. Of, of course, yeah. But Doctor Strange is my all-time favorite. Like he is because before they changed him in the seventies, mm-hmm. you could not beat him. Yeah, <laughs> like you couldn't beat him. Yeah, uh, in in my <laughs> mind, before they brought in Captain Marvel, I felt like he was the strongest of all the Avengers that they would bring. I in. still think he's the strongest. I think that there's some things he could. He like you really. If he wants to stop. You, you will go to another dimension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> like he, what was the name of the 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 big bad that he beat in Dormammu? Dormammu, yeah. Like he's the only one who's ever done that. Like <laughs> and the thing is, like I can't really beat you, but you're not gonna beat me either. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Uh, I guess the next character <laughs> to talk about is Hulk, uh, who's maybe the most controversial controversial character in the whole movie because they changed him to the the Professor, Professor Hulk. Hulk. I kind of like that personally. I, I really I really don't feel like they gave Hulk a whole lot to do in this movie except for the one scene where he puts on the gauntlet, puts on the gauntlet. and and snaps everybody. And he also kind of holds up the the Avengers. Oh so, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that um, until Ant Man gets there, right? And then Ant Man's the one who finally put yeah yeah. So, um, but other than that, I didn't feel like he had a whole lot to do, which is sad because I kind of like the Hulk. Um, but I really like, I, I really like the Professor Hulk character personally. Um, because it, it gave a little bit more depth to him other than just Hulk smash. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't. Personally, I don't think there's too much to talk about with the Hulk because he didn't get like almost any screen time. And. Well, two things. One, this is not like the show where you had two characters playing. Yeah, characters. yeah. Now, since you have CGI, you might as well show Mark Ruffalo. Mm-hmm. I know? did like that a lot. Yeah. I really liked that they made Hulk Mark. And now he can express himself. Yeah. And he could be himself. Um, I wonder where they're going to go with it. Um, of course, he's going to be... Well, he still has that limbo with Universal as far as rights. But, you know, that's why they can't make another movie for Yeah, him. yeah, exactly. But... You can still include him in things, make him the... I don't know what they're going to do with that. Yeah, me either. And it's funny because when you listen to what the Russo brothers said two years ago, well, a year ago, um, actually, I guess it was a year and a half ago, they said that he had a... Um, like This was a, a story kind of about uh, Incredible Hulk. Um, they did say that. And, and I had gone into it thinking that after him getting his ass whooped and beginning the last movie, that this would be his real redemption movie. Yeah. And, you know, maybe some reshoots were done and they decided to go against that. And maybe they're going to use him later because he can still go in space. Yeah. 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 You know, so, um, but yeah, he was, he was, he was really underused. Um, but I think too, I think that if you if you left him alive like you did, yeah, and you did not use him the way that you kind of felt that he needed to be used, then either you're going to do something else with that character, mm-hmm. or you aren't. Yeah, and that's what I'm thinking because 
if you look at like the grosses of the, the movies, with the exception of Thor, actually Hulk was the least uh, the lowest gross of the movie of all the four main characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they came out their own solo movies, and even with that being said, now you made a Professor Hulk. That's not going to be appealing to us. Yeah. So you're going to have to like I like the concept because of the story arc. Yeah. And because of, of comics, but in general, you're gonna have to use him in another movie. Yeah. With somebody else. Yeah. Agreed. Um, and I don't know if they were just setting him up to be like the new leader. Um, yeah, I could see that being the case. Maybe. Sort of. Maybe yeah. the the guiding figure of it because he's so big. We're not going to fuck with him, but yeah, he's also a doctor. You know. Um, Pre- presumably. Thor is going to go off and do because, from what I understand, Chris Hemsworth has said that he wants to do Thor for as long as they'll he let just him sign do another it. contract. So, yeah. so presumably, Thor will do stuff with the Guardians in the next movie, like the card, like the like the newer um, comics. Yeah. yeah. So, so there's that, and then um, Hawkeye. I assume we'll just go back to live with his family. There's no Black Widow. There's no Captain America, and there's no Iron Man. Well, so we won't say it's not Captain America. He's just uh, well. There's there's no Steve Rogers as Captain America because well, no, in this one he's still Captain America. This is this timeline. He's just really really old. Well, yeah. So yeah. I don't know if he's going to be like the the one they go to. Because unless he dies, he should die soon. He's old. Yeah, he's but old. <laughs> assuming he doesn't die, maybe he's going to be the one that they go to until he's kind of like the the dies. Nick Fury type of character, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. For the without having to go to Nick Fury, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Pr- presumably, that would put Hulk as like the leader of the Avengers. Presumably, yeah. Because um, I would assume that the the next iteration is going to go something like Scarlet Witch, Hulk, Spider Man, Doctor Strange. And Marvel, Ant Man, and Captain Marvel, and Black Panther. Oh yeah, and, and Black actually, Panther. be honest with you, I, I wonder if they're going to do Illuminati. That's like a whole other because Next, then yeah. you, yeah, because <laughs> you already anyway. So, but but even with that, that kind of goes into this conversation because then you can make it Hulk, mm-hmm. um, you can make it um, Black Panther, Doctor Strange, and then they had said something about Namor. I think we talked about that earlier. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he was part of the original one. Oh, okay. And then something could happen where, you know, five years down the line, which is when we probably think the X-Men would be here. Then you bring Charles Xavier in. Yeah. Um, so maybe they're going to use that. Maybe he's just going to be part of, like you said, making the new Avengers. Yeah. So that, that's what I would assume. Um, yeah. So, I, I mean, I guess with that or, said, wait, the defenders, the original defenders was him, Dr. Strange and two other people. They could do that. They could do that. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I guess the next character that I have down is um, Nebula. Uh, and the reason that I put her here is because she has a lot to do in this movie. A lot. Um, and she hasn't had a whole lot to do in any of the other movies. She was, I guess, a little integral to, to uh, Guardians, too. Guardians 2. Yeah. Um, especially her arc with Gamora. But... Here she really gets time to shine, and I I love Karen Gillan. She's fantastic. So anytime I get to see her in uh, in anything, I'm really okay with it. Um, but I really like that what they did with her character is that they I like that she had to go up against the two 
versions of herself, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like, um, it was like a front of herself. Yeah, exactly. Which is like, you could get how like on the nose it is that she has to confront her past self or whatever, uh, in terms of like story arc and everything. But like, I really enjoyed that mm-hmm. personally. And, um, I really feel like she was a little underutilized towards the end because she plays a pretty big role through the entire movie. And then when you get to the big battle, she just kind of disappears. Um, but other than that, I, I loved her in this movie personally. Um, I thought that they did her well. I think what they did was the opposite of what they did in the comics. Cause in the comics, she actually had the gauntlet. Yeah. Um, and I think that, so instead of her having that, let's have her kind of pivotal in the movie so that mm-hmm. it can lead up into that. Since you're not going to get a gauntlet. Yeah. No, you yeah. shouldn't, you shouldn't get the gauntlet in the, <laughs> in the movie. Um, I think that she is also kind of a redemption. Mm-hmm. story um like i said it was like in front of herself i like how they did that um and i like how she even tried to talk more into not being like that like yeah like, yeah like i'm not like that like i'm trying I'm a, i kill myself you know yeah let's not be like that um and i but i think the way that the the story has gone because you have so many characters that were still alive mm-hmm. and so you really wanted to make sure um that everybody that you weren't going to see like that anymore, uh, yeah. you weren't going to have a starring role. You were able to see the black, the black widows, the, uh, Hawkeyes, Nebulous, mm-hmm. um, who else had a pretty big role in it a lot. Um, characters like rocket raccoon who make, the guardians funny or make yeah. it make you want to see it mm-hmm. like never not one of those characters. Yeah. Um, so, and same thing with Hawkeye, Black Riddle in general, yeah. you're not watching to see them. Yeah. However, exactly. <laughs> you're watching this movie now to see them because yeah. they are a part of it and they do have stories and they have something to do with this. And, and a lot of, and they had a lot of it had to do with how things played out like with yeah. Nebula. Mm-hmm. So I was happy how they, how they did her. I yeah, I, I agree. And I think that her not coming in the end, other than those small parts, just to know she's part of the team now. Mm-hmm. Um, this is who we have and this is what our probably our first goal is. Yeah. Um, she kinda initiated all that. Yeah, exactly. Uh let's see. So let's talk about four then. Um four is the other character I was thinking about who was maybe the most controversial, and that's because the Lebowski. The the Lebowski, <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> I loved it personally. Yeah. I, I thought it was hilarious when he came in and he was just a drunk. And then I was like, Oh, he's fat. Oh, he's suffering P- from PTSD. Like, Oh shit. They're doing some really weird Depression. and cool stuff yeah. with this. And I, I personally loved it from beginning to end. I also really liked the fact that they showed that that's not just something that goes away. And I know it's, again, yes. it's a little bit on the nose yes. with him being like fat the entire movie, but like the feelings that you have, he suffers through the entire movie. And and by the end of the movie, he still has to like deal with those things. And Whereas I feel like if he had, if he had gone back and then like he becomes skinny for again, it's like, those are gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, that's not how it works in real life. You have those scars for the rest of your life. And, and the good thing about it is that they carried over 
his feelings from the first movie. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and, and uh, the feelings of like inadequacy and stuff yeah, like that. And then yeah. Everyone died. I mean, yeah. like everybody that was close to you mm-hmm. other than, you know, your friends now, your family is dead. Yeah. Um, and then you didn't go for the head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, like, so now we got five years later and I'm thinking all of this, nothing transpired. Everybody is still dead. Um, and one thing that, that he did that I really enjoyed was the fact that of how he played it off. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody who's not, well, I'm fine. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, because from my outside, you would think, oh, he's just a chill dude. No, yeah. he's absolutely hurting inside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. He's absolutely hurting inside. Uh, he gets a lot of shit online from people who really? don't think that he's a good actor. Like, I, I've seen tons of stuff on, like, Reddit and stuff. But Chris Hemsworth is very talented, I man. like Chris Hemsworth. He's got a I, – I think he's got a lot of, like, really great comedic timing. But, like, as a, as a dramatic actor, I – Really, I really think that he's got the chops to do like more than what he does personally. But it's kind of hard for you making like fifteen million dollars of a film. Yeah, um, <laughs> like oh, you know. Um, but no, I think I think that they did that well. That was a very real winning character. Um, and even still, and even still, even after he killed him, mm-hmm. he still wasn't happy. You know, just still not happy. Yeah, and because then this goes to show you that. It, it wasn't complete. Yeah. Um, and you could tell he wasn't complete, but, um, I, yeah, good job. Good job with that. Good job with, I love how they allowed all three of them to fight in that scene because those were the three people that really were the core of this. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and how they interacted and how he interacted because, you know, <laughs> here, take the small one. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You can vote it now, so you can have it. Um, the one thing that we'll get into with Captain America and Iron Man that uh, a little bit later that I think is equally applicable to Thor in this movie is I really – you touched on it earlier. Is it, there's so many really great callbacks to the old movies yeah. with this one, uh, especially in terms of their character arcs. And like you said, bringing it back to where he was in the first one, where he, where he feels like he's inadequate and that he has to show himself. Right. And I, I really, really enjoy that a lot. And especially <laughs> dude, I love, I love the end where he's like, um, Oh, it's not really the end, but, uh, during the time high sequence where he, uh, where he gets Mjolnir back and he, he grabs and he says, I am worthy. You know, <laughs> yeah. like there, there are so many really great moments with Thor and I'm, I really like the risk that they took with him because it was a huge risk. I, I think, I think after Ragnarok, they realized they can do it. Cause, yeah, cause oh you know, yeah, Ragnarok for sure. did so well, yeah, and they were really unexpected to do that well because the other two didn't do that well. Yeah, um, Ragnarok was great. Yeah. It, it, it's like top five for me. I love Ragnarok. I could watch that over and over. Yeah, again. Like that was <laughs> fantastic. And a lot of people give Marvel shit for being trying to be too funny. Um, I don't have a problem with it. Yes, yeah, personally, like. It, uh, I guess one like you know, Winter Soldier was funny. No, that's different. But yeah, yeah. If you start, and don't get me wrong, Ragnarok had some parts that were not funny. Um, oh yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but even when the uh, comedic turns came, the timing was good, mm-hmm. and so I'm cool with Thor being funny at times. You know, yeah. um, especially since everybody else is so serious. Oh yeah, so, I mean, again, when we get to Captain yeah. America and Iron Man, like serious. So, um, all right. So I guess the next character 
is Thanos. Who I wanted to touch on briefly because uh, I was talking to some people at work today, or it may not have been at work. I was talking to somebody about this, and they said that they didn't like Thanos. Oh, it was Mike. I was talking to Mike. Um, he said that he didn't like Thanos because they changed his character from Infinity War to something a little bit more evil. Yeah, because he was. This was four and, years prior. And I was going to say, exactly. Like, I don't feel like they did change his character all that much because if you really look at the movies, Infinity War is Thanos as the protagonist. And so since you're seeing the movie kind of through his his lens and his eyes, it makes sense that his plan is a little bit more nuanced and and like that he's showing some sort of like empathy, which is why he's, you know, doing what he's going to do. Um, and in this one, you're seeing it through everybody else's eyes and he, he is played a little bit more villainous, but again, that's because he's a villain. But, and I also think that by the time he realizes, all right, I can get all the stones now. I think that he had time. Cause think about it. It's been four years mm-hmm. and now your plan has evolved and, your thought process now has evolved because now you're like, I think half the universe should be wiped out. Yeah. I think, and I'm more peaceful with it because think about it. Even in infinity war, well, in infinity war, he didn't fight unless he had to. Yeah. Yeah. Like unless he absolutely had to fight, he didn't fight. Um, it was more of a passive godlike figure. Yeah. Um, like I said, the ego kind of got involved, um, versus, during the time when um, Guardians of the Galaxy, um, he's still thirsty for it. Just yeah. think about it. He only had one. Yeah, at that point. So yeah. you're thirsty. Like, where are they? And you're not really knowing where they are, so on and so forth. So I think that his his ambition was different. His ambition was completely yeah. different. That's why I think he was just more evil. Um, and and being older, because four years could do a lot to you. Yeah, you know. Hey, let's get this done so I can go chill yeah. on this farm. Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, but yeah, and I'm glad they, I'm glad they did them like that. Yeah, I agree. Um, because then that, now that onslaught that you saw, cause think about it in his mind, whatever happened in guardians, cause the guardians happened. How far along was that after infinity like, war? I uh, mean, no, not infinity war. First, like Avengers. The first I think it was the next year, wasn't it? Maybe it was two years later. So he it, already, yeah, it was either the next year or the year after. He already had an onslaught <clears throat> that didn't do well. So now he came back with like a hundred times more. Yeah, you yeah, know, exactly. I know better now this time. Yeah. Um. So, and he's fresh off of that defeat. So I'm glad they did him like that, and I'm glad that you lost him in the movie because, like you said, he was a protagonist of the last movie. We know what we're up against. Now, now we're not really up against the fact of trying to beat Thanos. We're up against, can we even do this? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it was a little bit different. And and think about it. They wouldn't even think about Thanos. Yeah. Not until he came. They yeah. thought, what the fuck just happened? You know, yeah. that wasn't even a thought in their mind. They just thought that, okay, we just have to get these, these stones. Mm-hmm. Um like I said, we can nitpick if we want to, but as far as how they got the semantics down, I mean, yeah. the non-semantics down, I thought it was really good. Yeah, I agree. I, and honestly, I didn't even really see, uh, I mean, personally, I really didn't see too much of a difference between the characters. There, there's still parts where he's like, like just for instance, he, in the battle, um, I think it's in the battle with Cap where he he goes on that, uh, that tangent where he's talking about like, 
I see now that the gifts that I'm going to give you, you guys are going to take for granted. So I'm just going to wipe you all out and start yeah. from new. So like, he still got that in my head. He still got that same sort of motivation. He's like, but now, but he, <clears throat> but at that point, think about it. So not four years ago, yeah. he would not hesitate just to wipe all you out. Yeah. Saw it in my image, <laughs> and now I think as he got older, it got to a point where that wasn't a, a point. Yeah. Because think about it, the same kind of thing happened. Only thing is, it was four years in his mind. It's it, it was future, but it was four years earlier for them. I mean, in, in seeing him, mm-hmm. and so I still think that he, his motivation, his ambition was much. Well, I guess how can I put it? Um, he was just more greedy about it. Yeah, and I yeah. think he like he would not even hesitate. Hell, everybody could look like me, you know. Versus the more logical thing to do is just wipe half off. You know, because yeah. I think this is the best deal versus, you know, everybody looking like me because that would, but it's still egotistical. Yeah. So, um, so I guess with that said, it brings us to our last two main characters. And the first one I'll probably want to talk about is Captain America. Um, and we kind of touched on his arc a little bit <clears throat> with, with his ending. But first of all, Chris Evans is amazing. Awesome. Um, like, Alongside Robert Downey, I don't think there was a better cast person in the MCU. Like they nailed Chris I, I Evans. I really with think they did Thor well too. I really. Oh think- yeah, yeah, yeah. Hemsworth is probably uh, right in there. In general, with like you said, whoever did the casting in general you just nailed it. Nailed, nailed it. it. Um, but I really, uh, I really like, like we were talking about with Thor. I really like the callbacks to the other movies, specifically with with Captain America going all the way back to his first movie and the first Avengers where, uh, I mean, almost every single movie he's doing something selfless and all the way through this movie, he's doing the same exact stuff. And then at the very end, he finally is like, I'm going to do something for myself. And I really, really like the interplay between that and Iron Man who we'll get to in a second where it's kind of the opposite. Like, oh, they, they have that big fight in Avengers 1 where, you know, Captain America says to Tony, he says, uh, you've never fought for anyone other than yourself. yourself. Yeah. And and Iron Man says uh, something along the lines of, like, you've never done anything for yourself. Um, I don't remember the exact quote, but it was something along those lines. And I really like, I really like that they did something special with Captain where he... He does fight for everyone the entire movie, and then finally he's like, "Yeah, I'm going to take one. I'm going to take one for myself." That that was really special to me personally. I, I really liked how they how they like I said before how they did him um, because of that. He's been selfless the whole time. Yeah. Period. And even in this situation, if you look at like how he interacted with Tony initially, hey, we got to save these people. <laughs> yeah. We got to go back. You know and. And in the same thing with the Civil War, because it's not like either one of them was wrong. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't say that, you know, Tony was wrong. And now we're going back to Endgame, saying Tony was, was wrong for saying, no, I don't want to lose my child. Yeah, I, yeah, you know, for sure. And, and, yes, everybody, you know, got snapped. But we did try our best to make this not happen. But um, And they kept saying, well, we need to get these people back. I mean, yep. you can't go with no. But either one said either was wrong, but that's just how he is. And he was always, always thinking more than himself. And the one thing that he wanted to do, period, 
before any of this Avenger thing came up or anything was have that dance. And I think that as far as the things that we were hoping would happen, that was one thing that I think that we kind of nailed as far as thinking that what may happen is like him going back in the past. And, but I think the thought was he was going to stay and I'm glad how they did it. You know, you transition off, the shield to the Falcon mm-hmm. as he looks to win a soldier for like, approval because yeah. that is your boy, yeah. you know? Um, so the people that everybody that should have even had the chance was there. Like I said, I've always thought that um, Chris Evans was a great choice. Like I said, I feel like Winter Soldier is the best MCV, MC, MCU movie from, well, as far as storyline. Um, and he's, he's so believable. And that's the thing. Like he's so believable in that, 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 more than patriotic, but more like a like the, the selfless. Like I guess, yeah. like you seem like you really would do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad with that. I'm glad they did that. Yeah, agreed. Uh, and then the last character uh, is Iron Man, of course, played by the astounding Robert Downey Jr. Man, I, I don't even know what to say because it, I feel like this was Iron Man's movie more so than maybe any other movie except for like Iron Man One. And that's weird because you have two other Iron Man movies, obviously. But, like, this is the literally the end of his story. Yeah. And thematically, it ends perfectly where, again, uh, like we said with, like, you know, Captain calls him out for never doing anything but, you know, for himself. And then at the end, he's the one who makes the ultimate sacrifice. And he's the one who does the most selfless thing in the entire MCU. And he's he ends it all. And uh, that's really great storytelling to me personally. You know, I think that they, um, people get braggadocious people mixed up with not being, uh, helpful. And I guess yeah. if you look at everything he has done, like he's always looking out for people. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, for now, sure. We may not like the way he started initiated it, but he's always, everything he's done was to make sure that people, somebody was safe. Yeah. Um, and that's how civil war became an issue, yep. you know? Um, yeah. With, with Ultron being his, right. Like know. we have to get with this situated. Well, uh, well, as far as with Ultron, his thought was we can't protect earth from what's ever up there. Yeah. Like we did yeah. it once, but if there's more and they're more and they're stronger, what can we do? Civil war, everything that we've done has been detrimental to people. And so we need to chill out. Yeah. You know, so people say that he, he was like that, but he really just inverted how he showed it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And how he displayed it. Like you said, I, I feel it's very good. Interesting how you said you feel like this is his movie because from, because he's the one who initiated the time travel. Yeah. You know, he got that going. Mm-hmm. Um, hell, you start off with him. Yeah. You yeah. start off with him, literally. Um, well, not really. Well, yeah, it's Hawkeye, Hawkeye but, but in the beginning of the real movie, no, you start with him and what's going to happen with him. You end with him and you know that you know, he, he didn't get back. Yeah. You know, he had other, he had never been with him, but you still thought Tony, Tony didn't get back. Yeah. Um, like I said before, he started this series. He started this series. It should have ended with him. Yeah. Um, I agree. You should brought back some aspect of his life because nobody completely changes. However, you try your best too, and you see that he definitely tried. Yeah, and he did mm-hmm. his best to not completely be like that. But um, I was happy with that. And like I said, I didn't cry, but emotionally inside, 
it just, it just, it just stuck me when, when you knew for a fact that, all right, they're going to kill you. They're going to let you die this time. Dude, so. I think my favorite line in the entire, the entire movie is when, uh, Pepper comes up to him and she's like, you can rest now. Like, I don't know, man, that, that shit hits me in the gut every time. You, you know, what got me is when Spider-Man hugged him. Yeah, because it's a complete reversal of, of Infinity War. That, and at that point, I think I knew they're going to kill him. Yeah. They're going to kill him. And I think at that point, I had to I had to grasp myself, okay, I'm not going to cry. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. Um, I'm going to be cool, but they're going to kill him. I knew they were going to kill him. Um, and like I said, I've never in my life anticipated any movie like this. Yeah. Never in my life. Yeah, no, this was maybe the biggest movie I've, I've ever been, like, hyped for. Like, I'm completely hyped for. Yeah. Um, I, I, only only thing I could be upset about is that I'm not going to see Tony Stark again. Yeah, that's, yeah. And Captain America is 100-something years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you're not going to do anything at this point. So so you have to change. And I think that's what, what I think I have to re- you know, get a grips on is that Iron Man is gone. Like, yeah. th- this is a new thing they have coming. Yep. So Yeah. I was going to talk about some other characters, but honestly, like, they don't, there aren't a whole lot that get a significant amount of screen time to even really talk about. So I'm glad Ant-Man came into play and yeah, what he had Ant- to do. Ant-Man was, his uh, movies were imperative to this. Really. Yeah. Agreed. Um, and actually with that said, Ant-Man versus the wasp is the one who introduced the quantum realm. And I told people, I told people that I was like infinity war. They're going to have to do some time travel to get the stones back or, or something. I guarantee you that it has something to do with the quantum realm. And then people will slowly convince me that it was going to have to do something with the time zone. But I was like, I was on that man. As soon as Ant-Man and the Wasp came out and they had some quantum realm stuff, I was like, this is what's going to happen. And then they try to trick us with the whole barf thing. Yeah. With the, the fake, uh, clips of that. But, um, so in general, what do you uh, think about the movie? Uh, I, I, you give it, if if I if I had to put a score on it, uh, probably like I'll put it like this. So you have buy it, uh, rent it. Well, I guess you no. Know, let's go like this: buy it, watch it at the movie theater, rent it, watch it on TV. Don't watch it at all. Buy it. I, I for for my money, uh, I think it might be my favorite movie in the MCU. It. I mean, it's. Definitely top three. I need to watch it again before I uh, probably come down on a final decision. But my first, my gut reaction when I was watching it is uh, this is my favorite one. But also, like I said, my, my spoiler free review video that's available on YouTube is shameless self plug. I don't know that I can really separate how I feel about all of them together. And the fact that this is the end of what is it? 22 or 23. 22. Yeah. Well, technically, twenty think of Spider Man will be part of this yeah. at the end, but whatever. Uh, like, as as the end of of those sets of movies, I don't know that I can separate it by itself. I think as as a movie, as a standalone movie, I think it's it's paced really well. I think the plot is is really fantastic. I love pretty much everything that happened. And I mean, like again, there's stuff I could nitpick, but it's not significant. But when it's all said and done, I don't know that I can separate it from, especially not Infinity War, because it's really a direct sequel to it. And it ties up all all kinds of storylines from all the way back from Iron Man. So, personally, I don't know. I don't know. Because it's it's hard to rank the movies. And we'll, we'll do it one day. We'll, we'll get on that. 
but as it stands, it's it's maybe my favorite one, and it's it's certainly top three or four. It's definitely a buy it. It's definitely a buy it. Infinity War is probably the best one to me. The Infinity but, War is fantastic. But, I, but you're right. It's kind of hard. It's hard to. I don't. I don't really grade this the same way I do the other ones because you're ending a saga. Yeah. You're not ending mm-hmm. a trilogy. You're ending a saga. a saga. Yeah. But if you think about it in the terms of like a comic book, like we were talking about earlier with like the Dark Phoenix, Iron Man one was chapter one of this comic saga. Right. And then this is chapter 21, the end. And so, like, it all works together. And, yeah. And especially, I think, for Marvel after they realized what they wanted to do. Yeah. Like, after mm-hmm. the Avengers came out, yep. you know, they had to change Thanos a little bit and say, okay, this is the direction we think we're going to go with this now. It became more concise. They had yeah. a couple of things you could nitpick on. But in general, they kept everything in line where mm-hmm. if you had a question, you had an answer. Yeah. Um but yeah, this this is so so hard just to to look at it and say, all right, as far as these movies, because you're trying to make us feel good about staying for two thousand minutes, yeah. um, and you're trying to sum up something that you started eleven years ago, mm-hmm. and you you continued straight. Like, yeah. you know, it wasn't Star Wars where you stopped, came back. Yeah. you know, um, you continue straight, and it wasn't something that you took verbatim. So he yeah, has different, like I, and it's hard to separate the two movies, even though they are definitely different movies. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still kind of hard to separate it because you can do, you can, ha- you don't have to have Iron Man two and to see Avengers, you know, yeah, um, yeah. but you have to have affinity war to see this mm-hmm. because you don't know, understand what happened. Um, you don't necessarily need to see the Captain Marvel. You just know, oh, here's another hero, yeah. you know, um, it'd be good to know about where she came from, but in general, here's another hero, but, but it reminds me of Kill Bill 1 and 2. Yeah. That's, that's what it reminds oh, yeah. me of. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's the same, but it's different. And they... <laughs> Damn. You nailed it. Honestly. Infinity War is the is the action-y, breakneck-paced Kill Bill 1. And End War is the story-driven, character-based Kill Bill 2. Damn. And then we you got fucking the nailed that. Because you made it... You can definitely see... All right, they're different. Yeah, but they're the same story. Yeah, really, but they're definitely different. Damn. Um, but they're not. And, and and I just think that, like I said, I don't know if I said it here, but the time travel thing, I'm trying to give it justification just because, in my little small mind, I can't think of anything else I would have done. Yeah. Considering how you led up to this point. Yeah. I don't know what else you could have done that I would have felt okay with yeah, yeah. without get, getting it too crazy yeah um but no man um yeah i if i had to rank them if i had to rank them it definitely would probably be um it'll be two because even though winter soldier i feel like the story was better I, this is so epic yeah this yeah. is so epic and like i said i've never anticipated anything in my life or at least movie wise and i wasn't disappointed yeah, no, not I at all. I wasn't disappointed. Um, yeah. I'm just wondering what's going to happen next. Yeah, that's so. that's that's where I'm at with it, too. So definitely, you get a chance to buy this movie. This is Buy This Whole Collection. Yeah, seriously. The, this, these 21, 22 movies, buy them all. <laughs> buy them all. Um, watch them. Find out how you watch them in order so you can understand how it goes. But, yeah, this in game, I'll have to see it again. Yeah. I'll have to see it again. Yeah, agreed. Um. 
and not just not just because I wanted to be the avatar and I want to be part of that to help that, but in general, um, it's so much to digest there. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I enjoyed it. I, I agree. All right, so let's wrap up with we'll wrap up with a little bit of rapid fire real quick about some of our favorite things in the movie, and then we'll we'll do a total wrap up and we'll end it. So um, I only had like three things put down here. So if you've got any more, you can toss them out. But uh, favorite character moments. Uh, personally, I my favorite one that speaks to me personally is is the uh, the scene with Tony and his dad. Mm. Um, I. I really love that scene. I, I think it does a lot for his character. Um, and I re I'm really glad that like he kind of, I think at that point he probably knew he was going to die, but they didn't play it like, Oh God, dad, I love you. And you know, they, they played it really like, uh, yes. almost like a, like a real character reaction. He probably would have had with his dad. And I really liked that a lot. Um, one of mine was, was definitely when Thor saw his mom. Oh uh, yeah, that's another one for me. Yeah. Because you know, you know that he was really hurt about that for a while. Because yeah. you know it was something that he really couldn't have done, and it was a while back. And now to get to see her again, you can see how how happy he was. You know, yeah. um, that that made me feel good. Um, and plus, I already liked how they did it, his character. But yeah, that, that one was probably one of my favorite ones. Yeah. Spe- speaking of that, I was talking to to Josh today at work, and uh, we were talking about it, and I really feel like that scene retroactively makes Thor: Dark World a better movie. <laughs> like, and like, you know, I didn't, I didn't dislike that movie. I thought the movie was actually pretty good. But, but see, I think a lot of uh, one problem people think I think people have with that movie is that it has a lot of dialogue. Oh yeah, it's it's very Shakespearean. Um. And I like the plot of it. Could it have been better? Well, it could have been better. But it wasn't horrible. Like yeah. people make it seem. But yeah. Uh, yeah. I agree. And Josh laughed at this too on Facebook. Yeah, I, I know he did. Anyway. He's, he's an asshole. Uh, action scenes. Uh, mine's uh, hands down. I think the Captain America and uh, and Thanos fight. The one-on-one fight. I guess mine would probably be. Mom, yeah. Actually, mine is, is, is Tony's. And I'll tell you why. Reminiscent to Infinity War with almost the same outcome. Yeah. Like, you're not going to beat them. You're not yeah. going to beat them one-on-one like that. And you can't. Um, but you're going to try your best to and do everything you can to. Um, I think that... And that also goes into play with, with me knowing that they're probably going to kill him. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I just thought he's going to have to redeem himself in this death somehow. But yeah, that was probably my favorite one. I think my favorite one is the one that you talked about, though. That was my probably... Oh, yeah. But yeah. the one that kind of got me was there because I thought... Is it going to happen again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the last thing I had written down, again, if you've got anything else, you can add it in, but uh, was like any funny little like moments or lines. Um, I don't know. I There were several that really stick out, but I like the um, the one that probably made me laugh the hardest was uh, when Thor was like, I knew it! And the fucking Mjolnir <laughs> flying to Captain America. That, I laughed really fucking hard at that. I don't know, but when... Um, Rody came down to scare the shit out of Ant Man. I thought that was hilarious oh, yeah. because I felt like he really was scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, but they had a lot of a lot of them in this. Yeah. They had a lot of them that, that I really liked. Um, but yeah, so uh, but yeah, this this can go on forever. Yeah, but in for general, real. yeah, in general, um, go see this movie. Definitely yeah, go please, see this movie. Please go see this movie. Um, if you have invested even. 
five hundred hours. I mean, into this movie, a minutes into this movie, definitely see this movie because its payoff is, is very well worth it. We just spoiled it for you. So, yeah, yeah. So sorry. I mean, but if you're listening to this and you haven't gone see it, what the fuck are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that's that's it for for us. Uh, do you got anything you want to plug? Like um, Twitter, Instagram, anything? Look, I am Corey Aurelius, basically everywhere. So I'm on Facebook, so you can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Instagram. The C-O-R-Y-O-R-A-L-E-U-S. The meaning I'll tell you later. It doesn't matter right now. It doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, Twitter, Instagram, um, and I think I'm going to see you in the game again. Yeah, me. Uh, I I definitely will as well. Um, and then once your YouTube is what again? Uh, my YouTube. Well, going forward, uh, this podcast will be available on all major um, podcast apps. So Google Play, Google Spotify, Play. Uh, iTunes, um, Stitcher, uh, all of those. I'm going to have it on there. Uh, setting up the RSS feed tonight. Uh, but I'm also going to post it on YouTube with with like a static image so if you want to listen to youtube you can do it there youtube channels culture bop go there check out my videos marcus and i will hopefully be doing some video content together once uh we have the 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 bandwidth yeah cameras and stuff like that but yeah go to culture bop check out the videos uh you can follow that that channel's twitter at culture underscore bop um you can follow me at the underscore bebop man and i think that's it i think that's it so until next week when we'll have an actual regular show uh we'll catch you guys on the flip side out